the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Lifeline with Jesse Gestand. He's the host of Way of Grace, a pastor and a community leader. He's a teacher and an inspiration. He's Lifeline's own Jesse Gistan. And I do want to welcome you to the Monday edition of Lifeline. The time happens to be 5.05. A chilly day today, a little nippy. The weather decided to take a break on us, I guess, and uh, retain a little bit of that fall dimension. So be careful out there. It was really chilly yesterday after service, and I was like, wow. We still need to be careful. There's a bug running around, ladies and gentlemen. It's called the flu bug, and it is really taking people for a loop. So I do want to encourage you, while we may be looking towards the spring here in a few days, a few weeks, maybe a month from now at the most, um, we're not all out of the clear when it comes to our health. Our immune system probably is compromised, and you will want to boost it as amply as you possibly could. So the good doctor in the house wanting to encourage you to do a number of things to strengthen your immune system so that you can enjoy the forthcoming weather that we have inherited as heirs of California. Yeah, take care of your health. Here's what I want to say. You need to make sure that you are resting, 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 sleeping well, eating well, And when I say eating, eating really good food, food that will nourish your bodies, food that will strengthen your body. I'm not going on a wild kick, but I do want to encourage you. Uh, Something's going on, ladies and gentlemen, in terms of just uh, the inability for us to shake the common influenza bug. And I'm sure you know it. We have people who have been sick with the bug for weeks and months, and then all of a sudden they seem to be doing well, and then they lapse. And here recently, we've also seen those who have uh, fallen sick and even died as a relapse. And so, yeah, be careful. Be careful. Be careful. Um, Your body is important to God. It's important to you. And um, as we get older, that's even more of a critical area that we want to take care of ourselves. Know ye not that ye are the temple of the living God, 1 Corinthians chapter 6. And, uh, and and God dwells in you. His spirit dwells in you. Uh, and the only way we can actually glorify God in its fullness and efficacy as uh, given to us as inheritors of his, his witnessing grace is to make sure that we take care of ourselves. So there's an aspect of our life and walk that really does call our attention to our health. You remember when you were younger, you just ate what you wanted to, did what you wanted to. And things like eating and sleeping were not critical components to your essential welfare. You ate um, because it was convenient to eat, get it out of the way. You slept, well, because you had to sleep and then get out of the way. You were back at it. And um, in our youth, when there was only about 10,000, 20,000, maybe 30,000 miles on our engine, we could we could do that. But as you move into the latter years of 40s and 50s, et cetera, um, it's not it's not so easy. So, yeah, I think about it all the time because, you know, we're always praying for people who are are sick Uh, somewhere around December, the week before December. I got that bug. It hit me and uh, I was down for a couple of days. I think I told you I received it by transfer from one of the young students that was singing uh, for us during the Christmas season. Christian, I'll never forget his name. (laughs) Uh, And so I was down for a couple of days. It, It went up and went down for me really quick. And then gradually after doing a ton of things to just, you know, curtail its effects so that it wasn't long lasting, uh, by the week's end, by Sunday, I was tolerable. And a week later, I was well. But that wasn't the case for so many people. I mean, so many people have had lingering coughs and lingering uh, chest colds and things of that nature. 
So, yeah, you and I should be very much aware that our atmosphere, the air, the water, the food um, is is compromised and therefore our immune systems are compromised as well. Uh, And so we need to do more than the normal stuff that we have done in the past if we are going to uh, enjoy life in our physical bodies. Just wanted to encourage you along those lines. Now, here we are <clears throat> about to move into what I consider uh, not the greatest um, or most popular day in the calendar year for Americans, our Westerners, and even Europeans, um, but a very significant day. What's coming up in the next couple of days? Valentine's Day. So here's what I want to do. I want to press into that a little bit uh, by asking a number of questions. And, of course, I'll be glad to take your phone calls on other more pertinent issues if you want to talk uh, about them. one is the number here, 367-5329, But I do want to ask you, since we are also the inheritors of a country that is a mix of blessings and burdens, If I might put it that way, I think that that's a more optimistic way of putting it. America, America, God shed his grace on thee, but you are a mixture of blessing and burden. And uh, and we all know it. One of the blessings, however, out of many is the blessing of us being able to celebrate not too infrequently some holiday. Shortly after Valentine's Day will come um, Resurrection Sunday. Some folks call it Easter. After Easter, what will we be doing? We will be dealing with Mother's Day and we will be dealing with Father's Day and on and on and on. I haven't counted. Maybe someone can count all the holidays and and opportunities out over the course of the year and give me a call and let me know what they are. That would be a good kind of uh, just piece of information for us to know. For this reason, as I am constantly encouraging you to count your blessings, because you really are an object of grace and mercy from God uh, uh, living in this world at this time, in this country and in this place. You really are an object of unusual grace. What you have, a lot of people don't have around the world. So count your blessings and try to live out of those blessings in the light of rich, robust, vital, biblical, optimistic faith. That's what I'm doing, and that's what I'm trying to model as well as I teach it and proclaim it uh, as far and wide as I possibly can. If you are in Christ Jesus, you have it all, and uh, and much of what you have uh, can be experienced now and here in order that God might be glorified through you in your calling. And now I, I, I was thinking about the blessing of, 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 of a holiday that might be controversial to some. It might be a bit challenging to others. But what holiday isn't Psh, Valentine's Day? What is Valentine's Day all about? I was uh, perusing uh, through the radio channels as I was heading to work this morning. And I heard the news about what the average American spends on Valentine's. So here's the question that I'm going to raise, going to just ask the question, because I actually agree with observing Valentine's. Here's the question. What are you spending Valentine's Day honoring? Or rather, who are you spending Valentine's Day honoring? Who are you spending Valentine's Day honoring this year? In the next couple of days, it'll be movies about it, music about it, radio's already playing, stuff like that. What I'm asking you is, what or who, rather, are you spending Valentine's Day honoring? And, and here's the other question. Um, how are you honoring them, if you are? Who are you spending Valentine's Day honoring? I've been saying this to my church of recently because our our theme this year is honoring all men, loving the brotherhood, uh, fearing God, and honoring the king, First Peter 2.17. And so... We're permeated with this 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 thesis on honor. And my question is, is Valentine's Day an opportunity for you to honor someone? The answer should be quickly what? Yes. So I'm asking you, who are you honoring on Valentine's Day? Is it going to be mom? Is it going to be dad? Is it going to be grandma or grandpa? Uh, is it going to be your husband? Is it going to be your wife? 
Is it that special one that has shown themselves worthy of being called your Valentine for the day? Who are you going to show honor to and demonstrate a measure of careful, kind, noble love in the context of Valentine's Day? This is an opportunity for you to do good. Now, the reason I'm posing this question is because it gives us another opportunity to assess whether or not the world merely revolves around us and that we simply live to receive and not to give or live to take uh, and and not to, to bless. As the Lord said through Paul in the book of Acts, it is more blessed to give than to receive. And so I'm asking you, is your life poised and positioned? and established and the pleroma of God's goodness in your life uh, because of your relationship with him, is it full enough for you to be able to express honor and defer upon people value and, and, and let them know audibly and in other ways that you honor them? Is Valentine's Day a, a good opportunity, brethren, to honor? What's the answer? Of course it is. As, as maybe pagan as its roots were, and I did a little research on Valentine's Day, literally, to see just what the origins of it was. And in fact, there are two sides, and there's almost always two sides to history, almost always. The first side of history will always be a secular interpretation of events and activities that have taken place uh, in tradition or in history. Uh, and it will have its own sort of shaded uh, uh, prism of of interpretation. That's not a bad thing. It's just what it is. It's neither bad or good. A secular interpretation of things can be just as accurate as a sacred interpretation of things or a more objective interpretation of things than a assumed subjective interpretation of things. Valentine's Day is stated to have been actually the uh, observance of the Catholic Church for a couple of men who were called St. Valentine's. Not just one, but two. And it's kind of controversial history around their benevolence and good works and how they emphasized love and they uh, catered towards the maintenance of love, particularly in the context of a holy matrimony, the uh, the uh, domestic uh, context of the home. If that's true, listen, I am all for that, especially in a world in which you and I are living where um, honor um, is really dominated by dishonor. As we know in the media, I could immediately change channels and start talking to you again about the gross manifestation of dark uh, evil uh, erupting in our hearts in the... uh, the the vile uh, abuse of and molestation of children and the statistics and and how it has come out recently in the uh, USA Olympics with uh, several officials being demoted, fired, and even put in jail over just massive, massive abuse of our daughters and our sons who are young people and under trainers and authorities and, and powers that were supposed to help them become rounded, well-rounded citizens citizens and now they have to live with the psychological uh, 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 um, not only mental and psychological but even uh, emotional as well as um, psychosomatic disorders that come from being abused as a little child asking this question and raising it in our um, recent uh, prayer service and, and talking to others about how important it is for us to look for the indicators of that when we're dealing with not only little children, but uh, but adults as well. So here's my point around why I'm talking about a holiday that may not mean much to you, because I think every time that we can express something good, right and worthy of um, of 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 uh, of nobility worthy of of uh, of right thinking right acting right doing we should we should not always be pressing into the dark crevices of evil as if somehow we've got a secret fetish for it remember what the scripture said be 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 wise to that which is good and be simple as a child to that which is evil. And it doesn't mean be naive, nor does it mean that we be neglectful of it, but we should not make that our common staple of where we dwell, live, exist, or even uh, fight as an absolute battle to, to become lopsided in those things would be horrendous. 
We all got battles to fight. I'm sure you, you, if you live a life worth anything, you're fighting battles. If you live a life worth anything, you're fighting battles, local battles, home battles, school battles, work battles, um, social battles, larger battles of uh, political and social issues. Nothing wrong with that, but it has to be balanced by your awareness of the goodness of God in your life and the spirit and scope of his blessings in your life, uh, in particular callings and uh, and giftings and offices by which you are um, in an adequate way addressing and giving attention to those things. That's why we will be having in a couple of weeks the rules of engagement again. That series is going to be powerful. Would that every married couple come out to learn and to participate and then to support the process. Because these young people talking about getting married today with all of the stuff they're going through, they need help. But we also need help. So here's the question that I'm going to raise, and I want to hear from you. Who are you going to honor this year when it comes to uh, Valentine's Day? Which person are you going to say in some form or another, I love you, or you are my Valentine's? Is that a really good question? The number is one 367 one Now, I know that there are those of you who say, I do Valentine's every day. Sure. <laughs> now, let me help you understand. We don't. We should, but we don't. I mean, we love people every day, but there are times when we need to just do something a little special. Then I also heard this before I go to the break. I heard that there's an average amount of money that people spend on this holiday. So I, I asked the question, how much money or time or resources do we spend on expressing our love to people we say we care about? Now, this is actually theological if you don't understand it. Uh, do we honor God in our giving and our finances on Sunday? Or do we just give? Or do we not give? David said, I will not give unto God that which cost me nothing. Now, there you go. Another insight into why God said of David, he's a man after my own heart. Are y'all with me? So if God has blessed you with resources, finances, all sorts of things, and you don't peel off a little bit to actually demonstrate on a costly level, a value level, that which you care about, or you say you care about, you don't do it. You see how we need to grow in these areas, ladies and gentlemen? I can hear you saying, yes, pastor, yes, because we do. Not only do we need to, we need to because the opportunities are given to do it. All right, I'm going to talk more about that. I've got three lines open. Love to hear from you. Who are you going to honor on Valentine's Day this year? Mom, dad, grandpa, grandma, that special person, husband, wife, who? one 367 Three lines open. one 367 I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline with Jesse Gistand. And we are back. Three lines are open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. We are just establishing the format for our discussion and the topic that I brought to the table is just an opening monologue that I would love to hear some feedback on is the subject of Valentine's Day. That's coming up in a couple of days. Uh, the Word of God does tell us whenever we have an occasion to do good, we ought to do it. And I was reminding us that we live in a country where resources and finances and technology and opportunity doth afford us to the ability to be able to do that, even at a very reasonable cost. So I am going to cudgel you. I am going to provoke you. I am going to encourage you, hopefully spur you on to loving good works along these lines that in spite of what you may know or not know about Valentine's Day, it's an opportunity for you to express a very basic Christian decorum, and that is love one another, even as I have given you commandment to do. That's what Christ said, and that's what the Father demands, and that's what the Spirit of God prompts in our hearts. So I am looking forward to being the means by which in the next couple of days, many of you husbands out there will do a little bit more than, um, than what you do, just a little bit more, just a little bit more. I was told that the average, and by the way, three lines open, give me a call, one triple eight. Three six seven five three two nine. Who are you going to love on this Valentine's Day? Think about somebody you love and care about that maybe you never have done it before. 
and then also do it for the one that you normally do it for. And all you have to ask yourself is, do I have the resources to do it? And if you have the resources to do it, allow your being honored by God to allow you to honor those whom you, in your own eyes, appear uh, are loved to, uh, to honor those who appear to you as honorable people. Love them back. And especially as we're getting ready to move into, as I said, our marriage series. You husbands better get at it. And by the way, wives, you can do the same thing. You really can do the same thing. So give me a call, one 367 St. Valentine was a holiday that was inspired, some say, by the Catholic Church because of St. Valentine, who was martyred on February 14th, late in the 3rd century uh, A.D., officially recognized by the Roman Catholic Church. St. Valentine is known to be a real person who died around A.D. 270. However, his true identity was questioned as early as A.D. 496. That's irrelevant because the Catholic Church, like many religions, would often give people uh, religious names, Christian names, and their real name would be uh, would, would go unidentified. And we do that in our culture today in many different contexts and cultures. We have aliases. So uh, St. Valentine would have been just an individual who was noted for his behavior. And and here is is what it says. He was martyred uh, and his acts as being known only to God is what it said. One account uh, from the 1400s described Valentine as a temple priest who was beheaded near Rome by the Emperor Claudius II for helping Christian couples wed. For helping Christian couples wed. A different account claims Valentine was the Bishop of Terry, attorney, also martyred by Claudius II on the outskirts of Rome. Because of the similarities of these accounts, it's thought that it may refer to the same person. Enough confusion surrounds the true identity of St. Valentine that the Catholic Church discontinued liturgical veneration of him in 1969, though his name remains on its list of officially recognized saints. And so there you go. Uh, Much of what the Catholic Church has done over the years is try to acknowledge people who have done unusual levels of good, even rising to the level of sainthood. Obviously, most of us who are um, Protestants would not take that position. The position that we would take is that all Christians are saints i.e. all Christians do good. All Christians are saints, i.e. all Christians do good. That should be the natural outcome of the indicative. Wouldn't you agree? Indicatively, I am a saint. What do saints do? They do good. Evangelical good. They do social good. They do apologetic good. They do domestic good. They do all sorts of good. And hopefully that's what you're doing too. And then you'll be crowned by the true king for your good uh, one day. But again, uh, on this uh, Valentine's Day, which is coming up in a couple of days, what are you going to do and for whom are you going to do it? They say that the average amount of money spent to do Valentine's Day is 45 to $50. When I heard that, I said, what? <laughs> Stingy me. It's not that I haven't done on occasion much more than a $50 gift, especially for my beloved. But as a norm, $50, I thought, whoa, that 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 raises the bar, doesn't it? Because buying a card is cool and people definitely need that. I think that audible expressions of people that we honor and love are valid. They ought to be valid. And, and people that understand the intangibles of heart love, it's the greatest thing in the world to actually be loved by somebody. It's been singing Teddy Pendergrass's song about that for a while now. It's so good, so good, loving somebody, and somebody loves you back, and that's a fact. Um, It's just a wonderful thing to be loved by God and be loved by somebody else. But we have to reciprocate that love on an expressive level. Would you agree? 1-888-367-5329, to nine. I've got two lines open if you want to chat with me on this particular topic. I, I do say that this Saturday coming up is our uh, DOG, our Daughters of Grace a meeting. And I'll be talking with one of our sisters at the top of the hour on that. So don't go away. You want to hear what the subject is going to be. And we certainly want to invite you out this Saturday at 10 o'clock. Going to be a wonderful time of addressing issues of the heart since we are dealing with Valentine's Day. Then a couple of weeks, February 24th. 
February 24th, we will be starting for three weeks our Rules of Engagement class, and I'll talk more fully about that in a little bit as well. And then Women's Theology for 10 weeks coming up February 28th, the Trinity and me. If you haven't gotten a good handle on the doctrine of the Trinity in a real biblical way, ladies, you want to be in that class. You really want to get a handle on how to understand biblical proposition around the Trinity, how to understand the not only the ontological nature of the three persons of the Godhead, but their economic and functional uh, nature, because it is the functional side of God's persons that we as human beings were created to express and affirm in the Imago day. And we want to know why it's important for a man to be a man biblically and a woman to be a woman. You read your Bible with a Trinitarian view of God's interrelationship with you ladies, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, all three distinctly operating in you on different levels with different objectives, uh, not contrary to each other, but in terms of how to use you. It's going to change your life. When you realize that there are three divine persons Loving you specifically and tactically and purposely and put it and positioning you to be a fullness of his own glorious being is going to change your life. Got got one line open now. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Got to take a break and I'll get to your phone calls here in a minute. We'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline with Jesse Gistand. We're back to time 537 on this Monday edition of Lifeline, February 12th, 2018. This is a great day to be alive and well. And um, I've got one line open if you want to call one 367 5329 We are asking the question about do you understand the value of honoring someone on Valentine's Day? And if you do and if you have, even if it's just been a perfunctory tradition, um, who are you honoring? One triple eight three six seven five three two nine, and uh, what kind of value are going are you going to put on that expression this year? I'm just kind of pushing you deeper into character, deeper into um, Christian decorum, uh, uh, creating a, uh, I think, an adornment of um, of legitimacy and authenticity and and um, validity to our traditions because we can be you know we can we can fix a plate of dinner for our loved one and it not really have any love in it it'll, it'll feel that way and it'll look that way but we've been called to the positive assertive um, expressions of of love that uh, that demonstrate what God has done for you and for me. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine is the number to reach me with that particular topic. Or if you want to move into something else, I'll be glad to. Let me talk to Mark on line number one and see what Mark has to say. Mark, what are you talking about today? Mark, what are you up to? I'm sorry. It sounds like somebody made a mistake. This is Mike calling from San Francisco. But if, if Mark called first, let him go first. I, I, I don't want to cut him off. Well, I'm, I'm going to help Mike. you with that. I'm going to I'm, I'm help you with that. Can I do that? Uh, well, I'm going to help you with that. Be, listen, M- Mark, we don't, play the, we don't play the mic. Mike. We, we don't play the mic. Uh, and I'm going to give you five if, seconds to recant. And if you don't, I'm going to move forward. Five if you knew how Four, I am, it's three, Mike. Believe you me, do you two, want me to drive over there and show me one. your driver's license? All right. Told you to get it right. We're telling the truth these days. Let me go to my sister on line number two, Karina in Lodi. Karina, how are you, sweetheart? Hi. Good evening, beloved Pastor Jesse. You sound like you like a, a million miles away. What's that? Is that one of those Getro telephones? Well, I am. I'm in Lodi. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> What's happening? Um, nothing. I just wanted since it's Valentine's Day, and you're kind of touching about that. I just wanted to express um, my gratitude and love to all of those who donate their time, their sacrifice, mm-hmm. their love, and their care at Grace Church mm-hmm. to for everything. Mm-hmm. You know from parking to serving, you know, giving us coffee and food and all the stuff on the internet and the CDs and everybody. That's awesome. And I just want to say thank you for your love and care and attention to detail. And I also wanted to say, you know, on behalf of myself and anybody who feels the same way I do, um, also for their forgiveness 
Because uh-huh. um, I noticed that we do take it for granted right. and kind of expect it. Right. And that isn't right and correct. Right. And so I just wanted to say thank you and also I'm sorry. And I just love everybody at Drake. They're just wonderful. And I can't wait for the rules of engagement and the daughters of Grace. You think you go, are you, are you going to be able to make it out? Are you going to be able to make it out Saturday? I will. Oh, good. Yes, I will. Oh, good. Listen. Actually, not for the theology, but definitely. Oh, yeah, for- definitely. No, I no, I don't want you coming out for WTC. Do you have the ability to um to to watch us online? I mean, I don't. Yes, how- I do. Okay, right. So and yeah, I have, and I have an app too, which is wonderful. So kudos for everybody. Who did that as well? That is just awesome. listen. We got a Great. we got a phenomenal team of young people like yourself, young women, young men, young brothers, young sisters, some single, some married. That's really starting to put together, you know, the media ministry side of our fellowship, and I am just loving it. Um, Elsa and Leo are heading it up, and then we got about seven or eight on that team. And yeah, they they did an app. I guess I better let people know. I don't even know much about it because I'm kind of a dinosaur, but but I guess an app is where you can just kind of download Grace and put it right on the front of your phone. Is that true? Correct. And you can even hear and even watch the right. sermons and everything online. I mean, well, on your phone, you can download it or online. Right. However you want to do it. So Has that proven yeah, to be... Has it proven to be comfortable to do, like just comfortable, easy to do? Yes. Okay. Yes, very easy. Well, Well, for me it was. Well, well, no, that's what I need. I am not one of those. My children are are geeks and, 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 and able to navigate through all of this technology. I need to push a button and be right there. Uh, that's why I don't talk about the website much because it has been so counterintuitive to me. I just say, ah, if they want to find us, they'll find us. But once Elsa and Leo were able to produce an app so that all people have to do is download the app and they're on their way, um, you are right. I, I want to honor the Saints at Grace, too, um, just like you're doing, Karina's for all that as well, because it takes so much work to love Christ and then love the brothers and sisters that are members and that attend grace. And then to love the world uh, beyond those four walls uh, through technology, which is another blessing that we have so that you can be a Lodi and still be part of the church family on, on, on theology night. Cause we're going to go deep. We're going deep this year with our sisters, which they always love. They always love it. It's always a good turnout of a hundred women, hundred and hundred women. It ends up being about 80 after in about nine or 10 weeks, but most of them watch online as well if they can't make it out. Um, and it's just been always enthusiastic and very fruitful and productive. So, yeah. Um, and thank you for the whole topic of forgiveness. Everybody sees from the Sunday classes to your sermon to even the one the, I don't know what it's called. The one you're doing on Acts and Psalms. Yeah, Friday's Friday studies, Friday studies, Wednesday. Yeah. You know, everybody can see. goes beyond just a superficial level, which is why I'm so happy. Yeah. You want to say another and thing before you have anything else? I'm running off at the mouth. Let yes. this girl talk. Always hit our heart. Okay. Yes. Is that all you wanted to say? I'm going to buy you another phone. I'm going to buy you another phone because you sound like you're on Mars. <laughs> now, you already got one of those little squeaky voices, but now that you're on Mars, you really sound squeaky. But that's okay. We love you anyway. Thanks for the call. Let me see here. I'm, I'm going to take a break, and then I'll come back and clear out uh, Carissa. Um, Karina. No, I just talked to Karina. Teresa. Uh, uh, Teresa, Dana, and Shea. All three ladies. Good. Good. I got one line open, one triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Let's talk about love this uh Wednesday. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline with Jesse Gistand. All right, the time five forty nine on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Our number one has flown by and we haven't even really pressed that deeply into anything profoundly theological. However, love and honor and affection and and expressions of that are all, they are ancillary to the character and nature of God. God is what? 
He is love. And as a con- consequence of that, God is also community. And community is always the subject-object relationship between two, uh, expressing their honor and their value and their worth towards one another, minimally two. And in the context of the true and the living God, it's God the Father, who is the one true and living God, together with his Son and his Spirit. That community of love is able to, within the framework of their own intimacy and exclusivity, uh, manifest a subject-object adoration and love and charity towards one another because of the impeccable splendor and effulgence of their being and nature. And they have chosen to share that with their creation, the universe, the world, the earth and then mankind, the pinnacle of it, as we Christians hold a biblical worldview, and we recognize that we are to mimic our heavenly father as Christ, the son of the living God has told us to do. Therefore, be ye perfect, even as your father in heaven is perfect and uh, and act like he acts as dear children, love one another. And so I think Valentine's Day is a perfect opportunity for us to do some loving on each other. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go line number... Uh, not line number four first and talk with Shea in Castro Valley. Shea, are you there? Hi, Pastor Jesse. How are you? I'm great. What's your question, observation, or comment? Well, I am a woman of a certain age. I'll just say that. Um, 49 and holding. I am single, and I love Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I absolutely See? love it. I have See? always loved it. See? Well, back in the day, uh-huh. uh, before I got saved, uh-huh. um, one year, I got flowers from four different guys, and I think that's when I fell in love with Valentine's Girl, Day. go, girl, but go. Nonetheless, um, I think I just want to say a word, you know, to the singles. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day, mm-hmm. and I hope that no singles out there feel like they have to hide or be depressed because it's a day to celebrate. I am my Valentine. So for Valentine's Day, I do something for me. Okay. So today I bought myself some perfume. Mm-hmm. I will. I've already gotten myself some chocolate, and I will probably buy myself flowers. And it is just a beautiful day. All right, so I, I wanted I'm, to say I, I love it. Can I mess with you for a minute? Yes, you can. Okay. So, are you done? Are you done, Sister Shea? Are you done with brothers? Did we mess up so bad <laughs> that you just basically resigned <laughs> us to the other people over there? No, no, not at all. Not at all. It's just, it's really challenging to meet someone like, um, you know, I'm a professional woman. I'm also back in school and Uh life is busy. Uh Um, but I have tried a couple of dating sites. Nothing has worked out, but I'm not going to let that make me hide or, you know, be depressed. I'm Uh still going to go do my thing and, Uh celebrate me because nobody else is celebrating me. So I'm going to celebrate. So I'm going to correct you now. So I'm going to assume I could be wrong. You're going to help me. I could, I may assume that you love the Lord. I do love the Lord. And you know him. Mm -hmm. And you have a subject object relationship with three glorious persons. One is your father. The other is your Lord, savior and husband. And the third is the immediate presence of the Holy spirit who makes the second and the first a reality to you. Mm-hmm. And they're the reason why you can stand tall uh, in the Imago day that it was yours from the beginning of time and will be yours for all eternity in the community and fellowship with the triune God. I mean, you have just, just in such a magnanimous way to me um, shared with me the secret to the fullness of every believer, whether single or married. You just share with the whole world how to walk in the triumph, victory, fullness, satisfaction and joy of being a child of God, whether we are single or not. I absolutely agree because it's because of Christ Jesus that I can hold my head up. Mm-hmm. And it's because of him that I know that I have value mm-hmm. um, and that I know that I am loved and that I am accepted exactly as I am. Yep. And because of Christ, I can celebrate. That's right. Um, if it wasn't for him, I don't know, maybe I would feel bad that I don't have a Valentine, but I know that I am accepted in the beloved and I know he loves me so much. And so Mm -hmm. not to celebrate for me would be Mm. the wrong thing. Look at that. For me, I need to celebrate. I must celebrate. And I mean, why not buy myself something special along the way? You can spend more than 50 bucks too. (laughs) Oh, I already did. I already did. (laughs) 
Now, here's what I'm going to say. When, when you sit down and you eat the chocolates, because I'm a chocolate man, too, uh, and you and you you adore the flowers you give yourself, make sure you remember that there are three other persons in the room and talk to them. Mm-hmm. I do. And thank them for that. All right. Thank you, Shaya. Oh, absolutely. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Pastor. That was great. Blessings. See, sisters. So now I know there are a lot of sisters out there who are single. I would actually encourage you to take Shea's point. I'm after. I don't know how. I wonder. Do I know Shea? Is she Shea? You can let me know some other kind of way. Do we know you? Are you? Do you visit Grace or just um, one of our radio brothers and sisters? Sisters, sisters. And uh, if 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 you don't visit Grace, I'd like to get your number because I can tell you, ladies, um, this is a key to single contentment, which I don't often see with my sisters. Uh, this is an amazing thing. I want to just see where else is uh, Shea walking in triumph because she can be a blessing to our single sisters. Man, let me go to line number three then and talk with Dana and Hayward. Dana, are you there? I'm here. Hi, Pastor. Hi. What's your question, observation, comment, or what have you? Okay, so I'm going to need some help, Pastor. Okay. I hate Valentine's Day. See, like, there we go. I really hate it. Okay. Okay, start with me. Start start with start with the origins of this hostility and antipathy towards a good thing. Okay, so that's what I'm try- I need help figuring out because mm-hmm. even as I'm driving and listening to you talk about it, mm-hmm. I can feel the like my you know, I just I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to hear about it. Right. I don't want to deal with it. I wanted to go from uh, February thirteenth to February fifteenth. Yeah. And I will be fine with that. Yeah. And so I think, I mean, I'm I'm married, obviously, and mm, um, well, not obviously to you, mm, but okay. uh, and I, we have fought about this so much okay. that I just have given up on it. Like right. I give up. Right. I don't want to fight about it anymore. I don't want to talk about it anymore. I used to love it. Yeah. I used to love it. Yeah. But actually, ironically, you know, I stopped loving it as a married person. When yeah. I was single, I loved it. And I did, and not like I had a lot of Valentines. I did, um, but you know, I'd go out with my single girlfriends or sure. celebrate each other and sure. do all the things that you know your last caller just mentioned. Yeah. But um, I think the part about my my husband doesn't he doesn't believe in celebrating Valentine's Day or, or most holidays because they're you know he has his belief systems around it. But for me. I I feel like I need Valentine's Day. I love it. Yeah. But he he's along the lines of what you said. You know I, I you know Valentine's Day every day, and I tell you I love you every day, which he does. I mean he's a, you know he's a very good husband all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just he for Valentine's Day I get nothing, I, and I always feel so bad about it because I think as a little girl I was always wishing for you know oh one day your prince will come and you'll get the all the fairy tale, this and that, and, you know, I kind of bought into whole, that whole thing. Because yeah. I thought once I got married, I would have, it was Valentine's. Right. Oh, how lovely that would be. Right. And yeah, no, I did not, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Can I talk and about that for a minute? my heart. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. No, I'm done. Go ahead. Uh, I, actually, you're great. I love this. This is a great juxtaposition to Shea's call. And I'm sure you know that because you're a bright woman. I got the voice now. It took me a minute, Dana. Okay. It took me a minute. All right. So I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have it, but now I got it. And I'm trying to figure out because I'm often embarrassed when, when I'm talking to the saints on the radio and I don't get their voice. Like, I don't know if I know Shea. Now I'll, I'll, Shea will come up to me and say, pastor, I've been coming to this church for 35 years. (laughs) Then I'm, then I'm going to be, I'm going to have to buy or dinner or something. Um, so here's what I want to do with this one, because I know all this stuff goes on and, and, and I have such a love for your husband and I have such a sensitivity to where he is. Like a lot of men, uh, the mm-hmm. fundamental uh, flatlining of his love towards you. It's a flat line. It doesn't have the kind of peaks that women want. Right. Right. Can you see that just across the board? Steady, steady. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, 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 my, like, 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 put it rock steady, baby. That's just <laughs> what it is. And we won't rock steady. We do want rock steady. And most of yeah. us brothers who do what we do and I'm rock steady. My wife will say he's he rock steady. 
but I have really been striving to put peaks in there and do things as I have matured. And this is the area that I would want to spend a lot of time with my brothers on um, and, and, and teach them the importance of peaks uh, in the relationship. And, and so I'm going to I'm going to be engaging your hubby on uh, on actually some music that we're going to be using for our Rules of Engagement series over the next uh, the three classes that we're having here in February. You know about it, right? Yeah. So I'm I'm yeah. I'm wanting to I got to use them because we want to put together some love songs and uh, oh. they're coming from you know they're coming from places that we know and so uh, I got some brothers that 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 want to sing and and. Uh, uh, and so we want to put together some stuff. So this is going to be really interesting because if he's not listening, you think he's listening? No, he's not. Listening okay, good. Uh, what, yeah, what, not listening. No, that's good. That's good because this is what <laughs> this is what um, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. Uh, don't tell him that we talked about this. Don't do that. <clears throat> okay. Because see, I know he's going to help me, right? Yes, because he because he's just a brother. He's just gonna help a brother out, and he's gonna realize yeah. that he's sliding into something that doesn't have an immediate uh, relationship to his present philosophy around that. Because his philosophy has a lot to do with not wanting to be caught up in vain traditions of the church. You have to know that. Exactly. Now, That's but exactly you but you see that. how we yeah. have been winning him to Christ. Yeah. And he has been yes. gradually enjoying the preaching. Yeah. And seeing the beauty of the Savior in passages of Scripture that he's never seen before. Yes. Right. So I'm moving, preaching the gospel is preaching marriage. It's preaching love. It's preaching fidelity. It's preaching exclusivity. It's preaching boldness. It's preaching sacrifice. It's preaching intimacy. You see that, right? Right. Because you yeah. love Jesus. Right. So what what I'm hoping for is that he sees that the paradigm of Christ, like Mordecai standing up for his people, Christ standing up for us and all of the different uh, analogies and, and motifs and pictures in scripture where Christ has demonstrated infinite offices of love towards us as his bride will begin to make their impact in their in our husband's lives. See, once we really help the world understand that this is not about tradition and religion, this is about a relationship, uh, then my brothers will get off the sideline and start doing some of these things that reflect the character of God in the redemptive motif. And I'm positive that once we start collaborating on this music for the Saturday programs, if he's available, I hope he is. I really just hope he is. Um, he's available. He will be able, you will, you, I'm hoping that this will create a transfer of thought in his mind towards you. Cause he's going to hear me talking about rules of engagement, Dana. And I'm going to be talking about the importance of honoring our wives and our thinking and in our speaking and in our acting. And of course our wives honoring us. Us. And as he is hearing the whole scheme put together and his part of it on a musical level participating, it's got to create some dots and cross some T's and cause him to understand what what's going on here. So you pray with me over this, um, that it would have that transferable effect so that the outcome will be um, a post Valentine blessing. <laughs> I will certainly do that. So how do I get through this Valentine's Day? Okay, just like this one. Can, can I? I'm telling you, I'm so glad I. I'm so glad I picked. Um, I'm so glad I picked Shea first because I just never would have thought a sister would have called and did that. It's so brilliant. Uh, yeah. Is your walk with Christ at, uh, at the level with all girl? I could just have you stand on the stage and talk about what you've been through for the last couple years and everybody would just be laid out. You know that, right? Right. Right. Yeah. You know I that. I have a lot of blessings. I do. Right. So here's what I'm going to say. I'm kind of ashamed that I'm, I'm so upset about this because I know that God has given me so much to be grateful for. Right. And here I am calling about this little thing, you know, but I can't get past it. Okay. So stay with me because this is really a, ultimately a council thing. That's why I knew God meant for me to do this Valentine's thing today. So all my brothers and sisters out there, thousands of you that are listening, um, you pray for 
for my sister Dana and others like her. Because Dana, you're representing a lot of women. Please know that you're representing yeah. a lot of and you're representing a lot of married women, too, by the way, whose relationships with their husbands do not rise to the level of this kind of uh, dynamic and 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 um, and what I consider necessary um, inspirational uh, intervals in, in our lives. That's why I, I appreciate more and more the holidays. You represent that. So you're not speaking um, for just yourself alone. A lot of my sisters would call in going, hey, man, in fact, the lines are full right now just because we talking. So now here's what I want you to do. I want you to take Shea's advice. If you oh, remember what I okay. said to Shea. I said, yeah. I told, so, so Shea actually was a little bit kind of narcissistic in her language. She would agree with me because she kind of left Jesus out. It's just her, 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 her. But it's never just us. It's always us and God. Always. So do something for God by way of a card and reciprocate oh, okay. that blessing to yourself. That's a great idea. Okay. Okay. And you can spend... As much money as you want, girl. As much <laughs> money as you want. It's I'm gonna charge it. To, I'm gonna charge it to your hubby one way or the other. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and if you need to call me and talk about it, give me a call. All right. Very good, Pastor. All right. I'll talk to you later. I got to take a break. I got one line open. One triple eight three six seven five three two nine. Doctor Jesse is in the house. The love doctor. Healing all complex relationships and circumstances in the name of the Lord Jesus, the greatest lover in the universe. Par excellence. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. 